Welcome back into Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson. This one's coming at you a little bit later. I'm sorry, it's Halloween week. I did stuff Wednesday and on Thursday night, of course, for Halloween uh, with the girlfriends. So getting stuff kind of set up for my week has been a little difficult, but we are here. First round of districts is finally here. Playoffs. It's week 10 officially, I guess, of the 2019 eight-man season. And I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited for the game that I'm doing on tonight. Um, it is DeCamp at South Holt. Now we hope these two teams met earlier in the year. The Spartans won 48-18, to but DeCamp was a little banged up. They're healthier now. It should be a heck of a football game. Uh, DeCamp, a very physical run-first team versus South Holt. Now hope, which is turning into a more run-first team over the last couple of weeks with Drew Quinlan now over 1,000 yards rushing on the season. You cannot talk about this game without talking about Darren McElfresh of DeCamp. He is fifth in the state in rushing yards with 1,456. All right, sorry. Nice mistake. He is, yeah, fourth. Um, I'm in the process of getting all the stats put together so I can put send them out today. Um, so bear with me a little bit. As I told you, it's been a little bit of a crazy week. Um, but stats are pretty much all put in. I just got to rearrange them a bit so they're right in the right order and posted. So... Bear with me if that's not up, not up yet. It will be up sometime on Friday. Um, and we'll just kind of get into the playoffs. Uh, I know we kind of talked about it anyways on Friday, what the playoffs were going to look like. Um, we'll start in district number one. Alpston City with the bye. They'll play the winner of Oskillo versus Rich Hill. Both teams are five and four. That should be very exciting. Um, on the other side of the bracket, Drexel was supposed to play Chillahowie. Chillahowie did forfeit, so they are not going to play that game, so Drexel's moved on to the second round as well. Liberal will host Northwest Hughesville. Um, picks in this one, I got Liberal taking down Hughesville again for the second time this year. And I want to say an upset with Rich Hill over Osceola, but let me look at the poll real quick and see um, what those results actually say. Because last time I saw, I think Osceola was actually the underdog, according to you guys out there, the fans. Um... And just kind of see what you guys have thought. I'm just going to kind of go through these. Let me pull them up here real quick. Um, so make sure you guys follow Mo 8 Man Football on Twitter. Um, so yeah, Liberal, 96% um, as of around 1 a.m. So this is the time I'm recording this on Friday morning. Uh, so Liberal, heavy favorite versus Northwest Hughesville. Rich Hill, 67%. And that's it for 27 votes. So that could still change a little bit, but Rich Hill... Uh, basically, your guys' voting is the favorite to win that game and advance to play Appleton City in the second round. That could be very interesting to see Appleton City and Rich Hill play again. They played in week one. Uh, Rich Hill, a much better team since then. Of course, Appleton City has not lost this year. So that could be very interesting going forward. Then we go to district number two real quick. You have Southwest, Livingston, and Oric, both with buys being the one and two season in that district of six teams. Uh, three six matchup is North Shelby versus Bramer. Twenty eight votes. North Shelby getting all twenty eight votes. Hundred percent. They beat him earlier. I think it's fifty four nothing. JV pretty much played, so this game should be over fairly quickly. Bramer uh, will not win a game this year. North Shelby should be looking for a bounce back after losing to Oric last week to lose a chance at the CRC title for back to back years and the outright first time since I think seventy four. North Shelby, disappointed they didn't get that, but they're still in good position for the playoffs. Other game in that district, Norbert Harden Central hosting Stewartsville. And for 29 votes, the Aggies are in 86% uh, voting right now. 
by the fans. Um, I'm agree with them on that one as well. I think the Aggies do beat Stewartsville. Um, Stewartsville did upset Platte Valley earlier this year, but I think Norman Hunt Central, very good team. Uh, got to watch in that game, of course, is Kaiser Hughes, the quarterback for uh, Norbert Hart and Central. He's thrown for 566 yards this year, but he's ran for 1,700. Uh, very impressive numbers for him this season. Um, yeah, so I like them a lot. Now he's also second in the state in rushing touchdowns with 26. So definitely giving the Aggies and Norbert Hart and Central over Stewartsville. Uh, district number three, Pattonsburg gets the bye at 8-1. and one. Uh, North County, the 2C, they will take on Northwest Nottaway. After 29 votes, Worth County 97%. Uh, very confident there that Worth County should beat Northwest Nottaway fairly handily um, and move on to play the winner of Albany hosting Platte Valley. Albany 87% after 30 votes. These two teams did play earlier this year, I believe in like week five, I want to say. Um, yeah, week five. And the final score of that was 70-42. to 42. So Platte Valley, I think, might be able to keep up with them a little bit, but they will not win this one. The Angami Albany to win that one as well um, to get the 6-4 and four on the year and play Worth County on the road in the second round of the playoffs. 4-5 matchup. King City won this one back in week three, I believe, 36-18. Uh, both teams are 2-7. and seven. Both teams have kind of struggled this year to pick up those wins. Um, both losing to 275 conferences. Team Stanbury, of course, getting drilled by number one East Atchison and King City losing to DeKalb in the second week of the year. So, um, And losing to, I think, Rockport and Southwest Livingston. So they went 0-3 against the 275 to King City and Stanbury. Of course, they beat LeBlanc in another conference. Um, lost to East Atchison. I don't remember who else they played out of conference. It's... Let me look here. Oh, Austin North Shelby. That's right. So that was their out-of-conference standings. Um, and But in this one, Stanbury actually, after 33 votes, 52% um, to beat King City in what would be a minor upset because King City won this one the first time. I'm going to go with the Wildcats, but I'm not very confident. I think King City's kind of struggled down here the, down the stretch a bit. Uh, Stanbury, uh, their young talent starting to mature a little bit, so they're going to be a really good team next year. I've said that all year. Uh, but I think King City being at home, Eeks out a win here, but it should be a very interesting game. Probably one of the better games of the first round. Uh, kind of a toss-up there between the Wildcats and the Bulldogs, but I'll take the Wildcats at King City in a very close matchup. And then the loaded district number four, East Atchison, number one team in the state, gets the bye. Uh, the fifth-ranked team at North Andrew will host Bishop LeBlanc. These two teams played back in week number two, I believe. And North Andrew won 74-13. to uh, This one shouldn't be much different. North Andrew should roll in this one over... LeBlanc, they are a 92% after 39 votes over LeBlanc in that one. Um, next one, Mound City hosting Rockport. Of course, these teams played last week. Um, so a little back-to-back -back action here for the Panthers and the Bold Blue Jays. Mound City won 52 to nothing. Um, they should win again, but uh, I don't think Mound City will have TJ Hopkins for this game. It shouldn't be too big of a deal. They should win it without him, but he's got a little bit of a banged-up um, leg injury right now. I'm not going to be too specific. Uh, but it was on Twitter, so I guess that shouldn't be that big of a deal. He hurt his ankle in the game versus Rockport. He should most likely be out versus Rockport, but try to be back for the North Andrew game. Mountain City should win this one. They're 88% after 67 votes. Uh, thank you for the Mountain City and Rockport people for voting right there. 88% uh, confidence Mountain City will win that one over Rockport, and I agree with them there. And then the 4-5 matchup, the game that I'm going to be at, South Holt, Nami Holt, and DeKalb. 
Um, after 62 votes, Southwold Nami Holt is a 76% of the votes there at home. But it should be a very close and competitive football game. Should be quite a few points scored, I believe, in this one. Uh, DeCab, though, they can keep the score down a little bit by milking that clock. And you've seen that done, done quite a bit with them this year. Uh, they're only scoring 27 points per game, allowing 41. Um, so them and Southwold Nami Holt actually tied for 17th in the state in defense. Southwold Nami Holt scoring 42 points per game on offense, though, which is 14th. Um, so... Something to kind of look forward to there. The Spartans, uh, very good. Actually, this was before last week. I need to update that real quick. Sorry. So that is not up to date um, with their numbers from last week. But is what is. DeKalb will be a little higher now because they held Stewartsville down a little more than South Illinois Holt held Northwest Nottoway down. Um, but it should be very fun for that game over in Graham, going just 20 minutes away. So it would be a short drive for me over to DeKalb. Uh, should be a very abbreviated show. On Friday night, just because there's only how many games? One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. So only ten games to talk about instead of the normal like 14 or 15. Um, and we'll just be kind of getting ready for the next week. And should be a couple top ten matchups, one top five matchup, which I'm hoping to go to. Um, that's the plan right now. Uh, given the teams that we think are going to win, win. Um, my schedule for the playoffs looks like this week, DeKalb at South Holt, Nolly Holt, a very good matchup, one of the better matchups we've had this year. Uh, next week, maybe the matchup of the season so far, um, at least for my broadcast, it will be number three, Mountain City, at number five, North Andrew. That's where I'm planning to go next Friday. I'm very excited for that to see the Panthers and the Cardinals play. That should be a lot of fun and could decide who the state champion is this year. Of course, East Atchison, Pattonsburg, North Shelby, Oric. Um, Appleton City all have something to say about that, but that's going to be a very big matchup. And the fact it's happening in the second round is crazy how tough District 4 is right now. Because South Holt and Holt, who I think is 11th in the latest polls, uh, they were just first team outside the top 10, and they're the fourth best team in that district. Uh, the top three are all in the top five. East Ashton 1, Mount City 3, North Andrew 5. That is a loaded district. The only other team with three ranked teams is District 2, which has number 4, Livingston, number 7, North Shelby, number 8, Oric, um, which that should be a very good North Shelby Oric Could be a really interesting Week 2 matchup in this playoff. So um, that's very interesting to see how that all kind of breaks down. And then, of course, uh, after that, I believe the winner of Mount City North Andrew will play East Atchison most likely, and it will be at that game as well. Um, so it could be a rematch of Mount City EA, or you could see North Andrew possibly play East Atchison. So that could be very interesting to kind of see how that goes. And then for the semifinals, I will most likely, whoever wins district number four, which is either going to be probably most likely, 95% sure this time, will be either EA, North Andrew, or Mount City. We will follow them in the state semifinals. So that could be either East Atchison traveling all the way to Appleton City, which I am not hoping for that outcome. Sorry, Appleton City, but if they win that one, I do not want to travel all the way down there for that game. It's a long trip for me. Um, or it could be Appleton City at Mount City or North Andrew. It could be um, North Andrew at Drexel. It could be East Atchison at Drexel. It could be Drexel at Mount City. It could be either one of those teams at Rich Hill. I mean, there's a couple different at Liberal. So there's a couple different options there uh, for that state semifinal. Uh, I think there's three or four teams on each side that can really make it there. So that's really up for grabs, but we will be at that game. 
And then if the winner of District 4 wins that state semifinal, we will be at the state championship game, um, which my guess right now is still Pattonsburg Mound City is my prediction right now, um, and I will be there. So it should be a lot of fun, but as I said earlier, a lot, and I mean a lot, can change between now and November 30th. Because guess what, guys? It's November 1st right now, which means, um, first of all, that people are playing Christmas music already, and it's driving me crazy, um, including my wonderful girlfriend. <laughs> but it happens. Um, but November, month of the turkey, I cannot wait to see what this month is. November also means that I'm really busy because the playoffs are here and my basketball practice starts. So I have a crazy November, but it should be a lot of fun. This is the best time of the year because you have playoff football in high school. College football is coming to the end of the regular season. A lot of big matchups in college football. The NFL is in the middle of stuff. Um, basketball season starting to come around as well. Baseball season just ended. This is a great time of the year for sports, and I'm glad we're sharing it together here. It should be a lot, a lot of fun. And I cannot wait to see how it all shakes out. Um, again, my predicted winners this week, of course, Drexel already moving on. Liberal, Rich Hill, uh, North Shelby, Norman Harden Central, Worth County, Albany, North Andrew, Mound City, and South Holt. Now we hold so all the home teams except for Rich Hill. I believe we'll move on to the second round of the playoffs. Um, real quick, I guess before I get off here, a quick shout-outs um, to some of the, um, I guess, the regular season champions of each of these categories. Passing yards, Stephen Wilhite, of course, 3,800 yards, 3,810 total. Um, second place was E. East Athens, Jake McEnany with 1,485. So a huge gap there between 1 and 2. They were also 1 and 2 in passing touchdowns. 68 for Will Height and 24 for McEnany. Um, rushing yards, uh, Mac Anderson, 2,042. He also threw for 1,100 yards as well, almost 1,200 yards. Um, second place was Kaiser Hughes with 1,700 yards. So it went up by 300 yards there to Mac Anderson. He also had 41 rushing touchdowns. Next highest was Hughes. And Butterfield from Albany with 26 apiece. So there's that. Receiving yards was uh, Dakota Eaton. No, sorry. Patrick Cowley from Pattonsburg. Just edging out his teammate, Dakota Eaton. 1382 um, for him. So that was very interesting to see those two kind of flip-flop there. Just at the end of the season. Um, of course, I don't have total touchdowns um, figured up. Sorry. Passing, receiving touchdowns real quick, Callie, he won that one going away at 28, uh, which he had more receiving touchdowns than any quarterback threw on the year. Uh, Dakota Eaton had 19 receiving touchdowns, which is more than all but five quarterbacks had throwing. Uh, so Pattonsburg, of course, they're uh, sweeping the receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. Um, leaderboard there. Uh, total yards, this is one that I do not have into my computer yet, uh, but once it loads here, uh, Stephen Wilhite, 4,404 yards. Second place, Mac Anderson, 3,234. And then Blake Buchanan of Oric, 2,375, but just through eight games. So, other guys in the top ten of that one. You have Kaiser Hughes of Melbourne Harden Central, Jake McEnany, Drew Quinlan. All those guys had over 2,000 all-purpose yards this season. Um, and I believe... Three of those guys, two of those guys, Anderson and Quinlan, are the only two to throw and rush for over a thousand yards this season. So very impressive for those two. 
of course, Anderson went for 1,000 passing and 2,000 rushing. So, very impressive stats for those two quarterbacks. Uh, McElfresh just under 2,000 yards. Gladstone from Worth County. Then you had Jaden Baker and then Dawson Butterfield of Albany hitting the top 10. So, that's your top 10 for all-purpose yards. And then touchdowns, of course, uh, Will Height had 68 passing and 15 rushing. So, rough, that's what, 83 total? Holy cow. That's a lot of touchdowns. Um, he had more touchdowns than most teams had total this year. Uh, Mac Anderson should have been second there with 57, which is still in an insane amount of touchdowns. So that's what I have for you guys for total touchdowns. And that does not include all of his return touchdowns. So Anderson could actually have more. I have not um, added up his total. I'm going to look that up real quick before I get off here. So that I give him, you know, the proper um, ado that he deserves there in that one, of course. Um, so give me one second here for this thing to load. I'm sorry, this is, I'm usually a little more organized than this, but as I told you earlier, this has been a crazy week. Um, touchdowns total, 45 plus his 16 passing. Rough mass, 61 touchdowns on the year for... Mac Anderson, uh, very impressive numbers for him. So a lot of Anderson and Will Height for your leaders on the year. Those two are shoe-ins uh, shoe for All-State quarterback and All-State all-purpose back. Um, but after that, there are so many tough choices. I said it last week, but so many good players um, from around the state. So be nice to see how that all goes. Hope you guys are enjoying the season. It's getting cold outside. Uh, luckily for me, and I'm so happy for this. I should be in press boxes the rest of the season and not have to sit outside in the cold. And bear, bearing with me, I'm not sure how this semifinals will go. But the next three weeks in November, I should be in Graham. I should be at North Andrew. and should be in Tarkio for East Ashton. All have press boxes that are lovely. And I appreciate you guys um, for letting me... Come to your schools and use your press boxes and stay relatively warm. I really do appreciate that. Um, this will be a little shorter podcast because, well, first round of the playoffs, while it's exciting, um, it's pretty cut and dry which teams are going to win. Usually the home teams are heavy favorites. Uh, a couple of exceptions, of course, with the 4-5 matchups. OCL at Rich Hill, um, Stan Breaking City, Indy Cab, Southland Nami Hold, all three very interesting games. Um, so that's what we have for you guys there. And that's all I really got for you guys. So you guys have a good Friday. Hope you guys enjoy. Safe travels to wherever you're going. So some long tr road trips this week. For like Bramer, North Shelby, it's a pretty long road trip. Uh, Stewartsville to Norborn, Harden Central is a decent road trip. Um, Tambury, King City is pretty short. Um, so LeBlanc, Mount North Andrew pretty short. Rockport, Mount City is pretty short. So there's a couple of shorter road trips this week. I'm not sure about the teams down south, how far I travel each one of those are. But... That's what I have for you guys. You guys have a good Friday. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. I do appreciate throughout the week getting uh, messages from whether it's coaches around the states or fans or parents of players who just send me stuff. I really do appreciate that, guys. Um, if I don't reply back right away, it's usually because I'm at work and I'm trying to do other stuff. And if I forget to reply back, I'm sorry. Uh, but I do read all that stuff. I do appreciate you guys reaching out to me. I know one reached out to me about Will Height. And the total season. Actually, give me a second. I should be able to read this one real quick. 
uh, national leaders for eight-man passing yards. Will Height was first, 3,800. Next highest from Lannister Christian Academy was Deuce Bragg with 3,100 yards. So he not only lapped eight-man in Missouri, he won the state regular season by about 700 yards. So very impressive there for Will Height. Um, and then Cowley was second in receiving yards, only behind a guy from Avalon. Alberto Martinez had 1,600 yards. He had 1,382. Eaton also 1,300. Um, so top three in the nation and eight-man as well. So big passing yards numbers there for Pattonsburg and the national leaders as well, not only just Missouri, but along across the nation. So it's pretty impressive. Shout out to those guys. Um, everybody, brave the cold. It's going to be a little chilly. Let me see what the temperature says for my game right now. Um, in Graham... 7 o'clock, about 39 degrees. It'll get to about 36 by 10 o'clock. So still above freezing um, for the first week, at least for my game. Um, so that's good. So it should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I am better get some sleep. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. And we'll see, I'll see you again Friday night here on Straight Up Sports.